BeastNet podcast, sponsored in part by James Safety Services, OCR Buddy, and supported by the fitness community. Here we discuss all things fitness-related, running, rucking, mental health and preparedness, and of course, obstacle course racing. Welcome to the BeastNet. Alright everybody, it's Mike here with BeastNet, and um, on, on this episode I, we've got some some, some crazy ladies who just finished the team assessment. So, you know, the, our, our family, Virginia and, and Casey, how are you guys doing? Um, hanging in there. <laughs> Better than we were a few days ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, I bet. I mean, for, those, for those that don't know, let people know what what is team assessment. Yeah, so it's based off special forces assessment and selection. Uh, it's the mm-hmm. second part, and it's basically the team part where you're actually put into a team. And in this case, you choose your team, um, and it's 48 hours undisclosed number of evolutions you'll go through, undisclosed full time limit. For the women, it was 20 pounds dry we were carrying plus water and food, so like 35 pounds total. And basically, we go for about 48 hours and don't really sleep, carry a lot of heavy stuff. Great. <laughs> what did I miss? Yeah. So yeah, How? and this was the, the big thing for us, this was the first year of a women's division. This is the yeah. second year it's been run and the first year of a women's division. Mm-hmm. Well, I think from what I saw, then they said there was more women that finished than men, wasn't there? That's correct. We had 10 teams of men or open division. We actually had one woman in the open division who she's just a badass herself. Um, 10 teams. And then we had eight women's teams. And when we finished, we had two open teams and seven women's teams finish. That's awesome. That that is amazing. So how... How did you guys feel going into it? I mean, I know Virginia, I mean, you, you know, we, we've spent some time together. We've done some of this crazy stuff together. I mean, my, my longest, you know, time is 42 or longest mileage is 42 miles that you were with me. Um, and rocking the whole thing. No, I didn't, you did. I, I wasn't that crazy, but uh, <laughs> what, wh- what did you do to prepare, prepare for this? I mean, what? Yeah, I just can't imagine. I think I think the preparation for both of us was involved um, not only physical training and and building up your strength and your endurance, but also uh, going to the chiropractor weekly, biweekly, going to get sports massages. I'm doing the active release therapy and um, we both did uh, really sticking to our nutrition plans and, and yeah, leaning down and just, I think when we got there, when I finally got off the plane and gave Virginia like a gigantic hug, it was just a sense of calm and that my body was ready. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, one question is... So we went through... Yeah, uh, go ahead. Casey, where, you don't live in the Northwest, do you? No, I live in Dallas, Texas. So that's the other part that I think a lot of people aren't getting. I think most of these people that go as teams, they're training as teams. 
So yeah. you two right. don't get that option because you're in Dallas, you know, you're in the Seattle area. So, I mean, it kind of right. makes I, it a little different. And I think when, when people asked me who my teammate was and they would say, Oh, you, you're not training together. Oh, we were training together. We were on the same yeah. training plan. We were messaging each other all day long from well, 5 a.m. Texas time till evening about mm -hmm. training, sending each other videos. Um, Virginia would do a lot of like demonstration videos for things that her trainer would share with her. Um, mm -hmm. So we did train together just not physically in the same space, but following the same plans and, and, um, just staying mentally and emotionally in sync. And I think we were the only team to do that this year. Every other team there, I think from talking to people is that, you know, they had, they had that time to train together. They had, you know, meetups every so often. The first time we even physically met was at the airport Tuesday night. Which is I mean, amazing. I mean, it shows just the dedication that both of you have. And I mean, it's one of those things, I think that's going to become more and more common now, especially with all of this, the COVID fun. Right, yeah. Um, Cause like for me, I have a trainer and I mean, she's a friend and we see each other occasionally, but most of the stuff I do with my trainer is online. So mm -hmm, we, right. we talk online, we it's all through apps going back and forth, trying to get me in the better shape. So, yeah. Well, and, you know, Mike, you've met the, the trainer I've been working with for a long time. And mm -hmm. you know, he was, at the, by, by the end of it, he was working with both of us because he could tell the strengths and weaknesses we both had. And so he would write stuff and he'd say, all right, you know, Casey, you're going to do the 60-pound bag on this. Virginia, you're going to do the 80. Or we would switch some things up with what we had. And so that really did benefit us in the end um, is to have kind of that single point yeah. towards there to, to just work on little stuff. What made you guys decide to do this? And how did you, how did you guys meet? <laughs> I mean, like you said, you didn't meet in person for the first time until, you know, you, you got to the airport. How did you guys meet? And I mean, it's one of those things that usually, you know, when you pick that partner, because a lot of stuff I do, I mean, you know, Dawn, I do most of my stuff, but me and Dawn, we met mm -hmm. in preschool. So We've known each other a little while, but, <laughs> yeah. you know, and it's kind of those, like with you guys, it's one of those to do something. And I mean, team assessment isn't something you go into lightly. I mean, that's, that, that's a challenge. That's a challenge. <laughs> right. So like you said, how many people started and how many finished? I mean, that was, yeah. you know, it didn't seem like what more than half didn't finish. It seemed like, so, I mean, it's not something yeah. you go into lightly. How did you guys just, decide to be partners even though you're so well, far apart we're both part of a facebook group called badass babes and it's mostly just women of go ruck and i guess our paths crossed um posting about we we're getting ready for 11 htl we started yep. messaging each other back and forth you know and just talking about life and our kids and um, we just had a lot of common ground. And I think the thing that drew me to Virginia was that she had this all in attitude that once she had a goal, she was going to stick with it and she wasn't going to give up. 
I, I get that. I, Mike I know knows Virginia me a little well bit enough. too well. Um, <laughs> I know Virginia well enough to, to know that's pretty much her thing. I mean, I don't know if you know the first time me and Virginia met was a, a Spartan hurricane heat, which was the first one she'd ever done, never done any Spartan event. She just shows up for a hurricane heat. Mm -hmm. And I mean, really, I think my first words to her were, I'm about to get naked, don't look. I mean, it was just kind of, you know, <laughs> yeah. about it was, you know, you're getting ready. You, you know, you, yeah. all, all shame is out the I, window when you try to get ready to park a lot. So. Oh yeah. But and she well, and, every time and I so met, I had, it's all go go go. So. And so I had just done the D Day HTL, and there was a lot of posting about getting ready for the 9/11. Mm -hmm. And so, Casey and I started talking because I was like, "All right, hey, here's what worked for me in the past. You know, here's what might work for you." And then after the HTLs, of course, we start checking in on each other. You know, I remember after mine, after I was like in the car and conscious again, I looked and tried, I was like trying to see like, did she make it? Did she make it? Because HTLs are, are, are horrible in their own right. Um, and then I think it was about October, the date for team assessment was posted and they officially announced the women's division. And one day Casey posted something saying, you know, this looks fun, fun, um, and I kind of want to do it, but I can't find a partner, and I, I don't know anybody who would do it with me. And I remember I messaged her, and I'm like, "Do you?" I'm like, "Would you? Would you consider having me as a partner for this?" And it was just like I think it was a yes, and like a dozen exclamation points. <laughs> and that's literally how it, how it started. Was just okay. We're gonna do this. Um, so we signed up. Yeah, I was prepared to give up Montana for this because it was going to be originally around Montana time yep. for the Spartan. And I'm like, all right, let's go. And so shortly after that, we settled on our first training plan and started working through that from that point on. See, that's awesome. But, I mean, and like you said, with knowing Virginia, I mean, I've been with her in Montana when she was on crutches with a broken ankle doing a, a Spartan beast. I mean, who does a beast in a in a boot? <laughs> you do too. Well, I know, but I mean, I didn't say I was smart. <laughs> but I, I did Hawaii in a boot. I know, I know, but yeah. but I mean, it's yeah. I mean, she doesn't understand the word no. I mean, she doesn't understand the word quit. I mean, she just she no. once yeah. she puts her mind to something, she does it. And that's one of the things that I love about Bridget. And she's just she's awesome like that. So. Absolutely. But see, Casey's the same way too. It's like when, when we start talking about this and we start talking about training, you have to remember since you're not training together, you don't really have that interaction. And so yeah. sometimes I would post videos or I'd send her videos go, I hate all of this bleeping stuff right now. I don't want to do this anymore. I, I just wish it was over. So yeah, there are times we both wanted to quit in training and we would both we just kind of vent and I think there is a certain amount of just understanding that that's going to happen um and I think because that did happen early on um later during the event that helped because we both hit some pretty low points that second night so I could yeah I can imagine that um it's kind of one of those things like I said I mean you know me me and Don we have our relationship and our friendship and Mm -hmm. When I first started on my weight loss journey, it was the two of us together. And then he's kind of, you know, because of life, nothing, you know, nothing against anything going on with him. Just life has stepped in the way. So he yeah. stepped back a little bit. And I just kind of right. had to be like, well, I still want to do this and I'm going to keep going on my own. And 
you know, I'm looking at things, like I said, I showed you the battle miles things, which stupid me signs up for the monthly challenge. The first one is one mile longer than your longest mile. And I'm like, well, the last one, 42 miles, my, my hip basically dislocated. So, well, mm -hmm. let's see if I can do 43. It says I can wear a vest if I want. So I'm probably going to do that because well, I'm dumb. But, <laughs> but I mean, well, that's you, stuff, you, you know, watching you when we did those long ones, carrying weight because you wanted that extra challenge. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things that inspired well, me, watching you do that stuff. And part of that too, I mean, we talked about this during this, we would do longer rucks, uh, you know, 20, 30 miles at times, because that was to us considered training. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know Casey, you did a few where it was like 10, 12 miles, mm -hmm. you know, like back to back to back weeks. Mm -hmm. And so we were all, we were both putting in the same number of miles. It was just how we were doing them. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely a challenge. And just train, it's like you talked about, training around life. I mean, yeah. you know, as much as this can consume your life, it's trying to find that balance. Mm -hmm. And that is so true. So. Uh, one of the things I'm fighting right now with, you know, moving and then the fires right around the house and all mm -hmm. that fun stuff. And I was, you know, June, I think I did about 175 miles in the month of June. And right now I'm like, if I don't pick up some pace, I'm not going to hit 100 yeah. this month. So. You know, and it's been, I've hit, uh, I've been doing at least a mile a day, but that's on many days. It's been mm -hmm. just, so I need to pick up my, my training, but. Does your business need first aid, AED, OSHA, flagging, or other safety training? James Safety Services is your one-stop shop. Find them on Facebook today at James Safety Services WA and ask for a quote on hosting your training needs. How, how hard was it? I mean, I know you said that mentally you both had, you know, time during that second night that you, you wanted to give up. And I think one of the biggest things is, and I know I'll, I'll say this about Virginia, no, no offense. You, you sometimes make things sound like they're easier than they really are. So you're not great at making it sound like things are as hard as what you really went through. You're just like, yeah, it sucked. We're like other people, like I wanted to die. You know, everything was bad. It was all bad. But you just kind of like, yeah, it sucked. So how was it really? I mean, you know, like you said, you both hit low points during that second night. But how bad was this? I mean, what was the, what was the stuff they put you through that they made you do? That you signed up to do and probably paid for. But. I think one of the, <laughs> yeah. the, first, the first big things that kind of pushed me past, well, I guess, being uncomfortable, but extra uncomfortable, was doing a mile as the wheelbarrow and I was the wheelbarrow. Oh gosh. And oh, going yeah. down an extremely yes extremely steep hill. And that's not my forte, but that was like that was hard. And just having to get into a rhythm of going our speed and not letting mm -hmm. the other teams get to us because they're faster you know we go like 20 i do 20 was, places and then we'd stop and then mm -hmm. take take a couple seconds do maybe 30 and then stop and then i think we were taking too long and they decided to do something different <laughs> yeah um so as far as 
you know, how it's, I mean, so the idea is to put you under stress from the get go. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. you get there and immediately you start doing these ruck dumps and packs. And if you're not fast enough, you've got cadre yelling at you, you know, faster, like what was it? Violence in a sense of urgency or whatever Jason was yelling at us repeatedly. Um, so they immediately will start to put you under stress. And then you have what's called the welcome party, which they basically try and smoke you for the first. Um, I think somebody else was telling me that was we went we did the welcome party for seven hours. Holy shit! That's what one of the other guys was telling me that we both know. Seven hours. <laughs> yeah, that was and that was to start. How much I can do for seven hours? Um, I mean, for seven hours, but I wanted to curl up in a ball and die. So we were doing. Um, bear crawl drags. We were doing lunges up and down the field. We were doing a deck of cards workout where we got our first strike. Um, we were doing lunges up and down the field while the other partner did a 60 pound sandbag clean and thrust our thrusters. Um, yeah, that was plus we had a mile with a 60 pound bag thrown in there somewhere. It should be fine. We didn't, so yeah, that would pair that. <laughs> but and, and and the entire time like I felt strong going into it and my quads were blown out in eight hours and the only thing we're seeing they're going like how in the world are we going to finish this when my legs are like they're hurting so bad now well, yeah when your legs are blown out you said in eight hours and the event's 48 so you're like okay in yeah. the first eight I've already blown out my legs and now I've got another 40 to go which from the cadre standpoint is kind of the way to go. You know, I mean, burn them yeah. out early, you know, and not sound bad, but weed, weed some people out. Yes. Yeah. And so you're asking about how hard this really was. Um, I, I don't think I've sugarcoated any of the training getting ready for this. I don't think Casey and I have ever really pulled back on this, but this was ridiculously hard. I think more for us on the second 24 hour part than the first 24. Definitely. Nice. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, it's one of those things because it really sounds like, honestly, if you're already burnt out, they're burning out your legs in the first eight hours. It's pretty much at that point, it becomes a mental. Because now you're already oh, yeah. burnt out. So at that point, it's all mental. And I mean, we know you're mental for it. Dude. You don't understand the words quite. So, and I'm guessing, Casey, if you're working with, with Virginia, then you probably have about the same thought. That yes. It's pretty much, I know Virginia, if she's going to be taken off that course, they're going to drag her off that course kicking and screaming. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so we actually had that conversation, Mike. Um, we actually had that conversation going into it to say, look, we're not the fastest, we're not the strongest, but we're going to push until you take us off. Yeah. And so no matter how much we got yelled at, you know, towards the end, um, Casey was, Casey was really struggling. And so I just looked at him like, just, I'm like, ignore them, just ignore them. Cause all they're doing is trying to get in your head. They know that we're 40 hours into this and all they want to do is mess with you. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it becomes that mental battle to say, yeah, don't, don't but this is this was seriously um this is no joke and it doesn't sound like it 
No, I know. <laughs> at all. It yeah. Doesn't like a joke at all. So. So it was after 24 hours that we got our first actual food break. Other than that, we could snack a little bit, but we didn't have much time. So we had our first like MREs at 24 hours. Wow. And a nap. And I'm guessing it wasn't on the <laughs> So. Um, I think what well, we got maybe an hour and a half. Really? I think it was like an hour and a half, maybe. I don't, I don't know. It was, it's a blur. I just know we made it to that point. Now, and it was nice outside. Is this one of those things too? I mean, not to sound bad that you sit there like looking at your watch going, how much time do we have left? Or are you just so smoked? You're just so, going until they're like, yeah, we're done. That's the other part. No watches allowed. Okay. That makes sense though. I'd tell Virginia, like, what time do you think it is? If she'd look at the sun, be like, I think it's around yeah. noon. She's my, she is my Girl Scout, so. No, see, that would be tough. Well, especially during the day, that was kind of the easy way to tell where we're at. Right. Um, it was the second night that, that that's where it did me in. Yeah. I mean, perfectly honest, and Casey and I have talked about this already, is that that second night, uh, one team did try and quit, but they actually, the cadre talked them out of it. Um, but it was like, it, that that night would just never end. Yes. We could yeah. never see the sun, it felt like. And it dropped to just, it was like 35 degrees that night. We had, we weren't really prepared for it. Um, yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. If we're dragging a, who knows how much it weighed, rogue leader with a oh gosh bag on it. That, um, that was the oh god that thing, that thing can die. Yeah. Um. So Mike, we started out for a twelve mile ruck, which we were told you have three and a half hours. Or mm -hmm. let me just show. You. So, if you can see, we have slash marks. These are performance failures. The slash marks mean performance. Three and you're out. And we already had one from the deck of cards. And, you know, we were just going. But we got eight miles in three and a half hours. And they said, all right, you failed. Here's your second slash. And we were pushing for a long time. But at some point during that 12 mile, we started hallucinating. Um, Casey was sure she saw snakes. I saw worms in the grass. We saw graffiti somewhere painted. Um, groups of people. Groups of people in the soybean field. Yeah. Um, your mind does really crazy things at like that, that 38 hour mark or whatever it was. Um, so yeah, that was, and then they had us going from that into these litter carries. Mm -hmm. with a sandbag on them and it just we were told to do three laps we got one and then they're like yeah you're done i think they just so, not a smart idea no it was not it wasn't just us it was i think four or five other teams that didn't get that many laps either well there were two teams behind us i remember too on that because we kept yeah. looking behind us going why have they not called us by now and yeah. That just sounds 
horrible. It was horrible. It's it's tough for me sometimes because I've done a couple of the hurricane heats. I did the, you know, Mm -hmm. the one with Virginia and I did one other one and it just wasn't my, it's not something I enjoyed. So I'm like, yeah, this isn't for me. The rocking, I I actually like the rocking. I I do like the rocking so far. It's something that I've been thinking about doing, looking into more of the go rock stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. For me, it's been the best. I throw on a vest and I'll go whatever. Um, that's why I do like a lot of the, I mentioned the battle miles earlier. They have a lot of challenges like that where you put on a vest and go do whatever. Um, one of theirs was like six miles with a mask and a vest. That sucked. <laughs> yeah. It was like 25 miles and you had to have it. They said a gas mask or an altitude mask. So I had the altitude mask and it was, I'm like, this is worse than anything I've ever done. I mean, it just, you couldn't breathe and trying to, yeah. So I mean, yeah. but that those kind of challenges to me are good i think the problem i have with a lot of like the hurricane heats and stuff i don't like people yelling at me people yelling at me telling me to do so things I, to punch them and throw stuff at them so i'm just not good at that part. <laughs> the rest of it i'm fine but you start yelling at me and like ah and i'm like yeah i'm out <laughs> yeah. I'm you not know and and i think the cadre in this one started out extremely tough with us and then as the time went on they were still tough but not to that same level because i don't think that you can expect um in certain cases the same workload after 30 plus hours work yeah no i mean yeah i mean yeah it was we got um i think the other worst part of that were um the what were they called the buckets Water babies. Yes. The water baby carries. Um, so if you see any of the pictures we post, there's this massive hill that goes down into a river. And it's about, it's a quarter mile from the top of the hill to the river. So you would have to fill up buckets like they have a Spartan to a certain line of water or more. Okay. And you had to make it a quarter mile up a hill and still have it at or above that line of water. Yeah. We also did a few laps around the field. They did several different things. Oh, yeah, we did that too. Yeah. yeah. And the water bucket, <laughs> slosh pipe, and... You know, yeah, I, I might, someday it might be one of those things I decide to do. I mean, now that I'm I'm back into better shape again, I, I mean, I'm, I, I might go for more of that stuff. Because my problem a lot of times with the hurricane heats, I was the last guy because I was a fat bastard. So, I... <laughs> I was usually one of the last ones, but we talked I about was the guy holding everyone back. So, yeah. But Mike, I've talked about getting you into the light too. Yes, yes. Because it's yeah, and you we're gonna do we're gonna do it one of these days. But yeah, are, um, I, I need to do one. I need to do one. I mean, it's one of those things. Like I said, now that I mean, I still have that fear. I'm gonna be the the weakest link, but I know it's less of a chance of the weakest link because when you're 285 and 195. It's, yeah, yeah. It's a big, yeah. big difference. So, and yeah, so I mean, I need to work on my strength though. That's my biggest problem. I've been running a lot and just running and running and running, mm-hmm. and my strength isn't where it should be. But that'll be tested this weekend when I go do the Rise event. All those. So, that's pretty fun. So, we'll, we'll see how my, my strength is, but I know it's not where it should be. I mean, it's, you know, I've lost all the weight, but need to lose a little bit more and gain some muscle back 
Yeah. But see, Mike, what you're talking about is the same thing that Casey and I would face in any event we do in GORUCK is you don't want to be the weakest link. Yeah. And uh, up until I think recently, the women of GORUCK, you're automatically looked at as, oh, well, you can't do as much as some of the guys or, oh, you're not as strong as they are or, you know, you can't hold your weight. Um, but I mean, I think this event really did prove, though, that we're a lot stronger than what a lot of people give us credit for. Oh, yeah. So it's like one of those things. I mean, you know, I, I, I run with Serena all the time on a lot mm -hmm. of the races. And when we'd come up to things and they'd have the woman's weight and the men's weight, she'd look at it and say, mm -hmm. heavy or light, I'm going heavy. So she wouldn't even look yep. at it as women and men. It, it's the heavy version or the light version. And she's like, yeah, I want the heavy version. And people be like, well, the women's are over there. And she's like, no, the light one's over there. I want the heavy ones. You know, and right. that's. So the way some people look at it, other people, you know, the, it's women and men. I know women that could outperform me on a course every day of the week. So, I mean, I, I don't know how people can look at women and think they're going to be the weaker ones. So, so yeah, I think it was after we had our second break and then something at the end. And I, I swear, I think Casey, I'm pretty sure you want to shoot me about this point. We, we were told, all right, here's your culminating exercise. Like, this is your last push. And I watched that again today on from the live feeds. And I'm like, some, something got up my, like, something, like, just spurred me. Because I was, like, on fire at that point. And I remember Casey a couple times looking at me going, like, she's like, dear God, will you just stop <laughs> at that point? But, you know, it was kind of, we knew we are into a last push. Yeah. And I was far more motivated than I thought I was ever going to be at that point uh, to just get it done. And that that last push was no joke. And we fought for everything we could. Um, but, you know, it, it just, they tested you. I mean, like, they knew how, how to... We had to drag 80 pound sandbags from the top of the hill, you know, basically a half mile. You had to move two, two 80 pound sandbags. So, so that sounds like nice and easy thing to do. And then, no. the, and then we had to go build. Yeah, go ahead. One of our friends did a spreadsheet on like the first 24 hours, all the different things we did. Mm -hmm. yeah. She'd like to do it next year. So like looking at a training perspective, what, to, what kind of things to prepare for, but just like looking at the list of all the things we did and how far we went, it was kind of like, shit, I did that. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah Cause it's a blur right now from what we did. It's gotta be scary. I mean, that's one of the things that I would think though. I mean, you know, really the, I think it'd be training the movements. Cause I mean, it's one of those things that you can't, really believe that team assessment is going to be the same next year as it was this year. Oh, no. They're going to throw new things in there, new challenges. That was one thing. It's like yeah. the hurricane heats I was yeah. hurt. And I know I keep going to hurricane heats because that's what I know. But, you know, those kind of events yeah. is because they were always different. You mm -hmm. used terrain. You found different, you know, different tools to have, stuff like that to have with you. Um, so, I mean, I couldn't imagine what, you know, it would be like next year. I think it would be just training for the what movements you hope you would be ready for so right and that's kind of the you know yeah i just probably my advice would be carrying different types of weights 
Like, I don't think we were, we did much with yeah. the water buckets and slosh pipes and leakers and odd shaped things, not just, I know we Farmers did like skin bag workouts. Yeah. And see, I want to find some of those. It's like, uh, I mean, you know, Brian Kays, Brian Kays, he did one. We yeah. did, uh, I can't remember what event it was. It was some event that we, oh, Green Beret Challenge. And we had to have a, you know, a, a carry. And he made a slosh pipe with two 20 pound sandbags hanging one from each side. So you had to carry yeah, it with the I slosh pipe. That. So you had the slosh pipe on your back and carrying it and you're, you're sitting there, but then it kept sloshing back and forth and it was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Right. And then he did another one where it was a, a two by four with uh, cinder block hanging from each side. But the two by four had to have been eight feet long so and you had those hanging mm-hmm. and they were hanging by three or four feet so they were actually enough that they were hitting the ground and bouncing and it just made that swing and it, it changes the carry where you're okay yeah. with carrying that weight until all of a sudden it's swinging or you got the slosh pipe there's some of those things that we don't think about until someone throws them at us but like you're saying mm-hmm. with the bucket and it's sloshing back and forth and also yeah. strategy. Virginia was really good with that. I think that's the engineer in her. But, like, we had to carry the slosh pipe and then the water bucket. So she figured out we could leapfrog. So we would move the water bucket up, set it down, come back at the slosh pipe, move it a little bit further, set it down, mm-hmm. and keep repeating that. And then we did that again when we had to carry two water buckets. So we're not both gassed carrying yeah. super heavy water bucket up the hill we're just kind of leapfrogging well, that's well and we weren't it. losing and we weren't losing water yeah because we you don't want to get to you had to hold that yeah well yeah and until the cadre was spraying us with water and it didn't really matter at that point yeah and laughing here cadre cleave's gonna help you yeah you oh, gosh. Say, oh the water's going at the bucket see so it's helping you. That's good. See, I just think of the movie Out Cold, where they had the whole thing with the snowboarders, and you had to end at the bottom of the hill with the, your your cup so full of beer. So mm-hmm. the one guy basically <laughs> just took a drink of beer, went all the way down the hill, and slapped it in his mouth. So when he finished, he just spread it back into the, the cup. Uh, yep. That's where yeah. things like you see Virginia and her engineer mind going, hey, you know. She probably she's not like, hey, we'll just drink all the water and pee at the end. I mean, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> No, I, I'm not. I'm not doing a loop. I'm sorry. Let's just say that we had our ways of making sure that that bucket was filled to the line, and I don't think we need to go into that. All right. But we we definitely we figured out a way without nail on the head on that one. No, it wasn't that, but it was it was something easy enough that we could ensure our success to a certain and that's degree. That's what it's about. I mean, a lot of times, you know, it's an old saying, yeah. you know, work smarter, not harder. So, mm-hmm. and having an engineer with you, that's what an engineer's job is to figure out how to make things smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. So. Well, there also were times where, you know, I could tell that one of us was going to get overwhelmed and it was just like, all right, let's just break this down. Like, what's really going to happen here? All right. Are they really that crazy pissed off at us right now, or is this just a mind game? Or is this the emotional game? And so 
I think being able to talk to each other and break that down step at a time and just say, okay, here's the task. It's frustrating, but let's just approach it this way and move on. We spent a lot so, of time yeah. looking at that leader trying to figure it out. Uh, yeah, that litter. Methods. Just... Uh, some people brought ropes or strap holds, but I don't think that was any easier or better. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it's. I think the. I think it comes down to partners. I mean, it's one of those things. I've seen two people, the strongest people that you could think these people are going to destroy this but then they don't work well as a team and it just falls apart. And you see a few people that you're like, yeah, I don't know if they're going to do this, but they work so well as a team that they end up doing it. So, mm -hmm. and I think that's, you know, from listening to you two talk and go back and forth, I mean, you two seem like the, the perfect partners. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and the thing too was, I, I was going to say, yeah, I mean, it really did show too, because You cut out there at the end. I was going to say, it shows you don't have to live in the same area to be extremely close oh, yeah. friends and training partners and in the same mindset. Just got to communicate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And well, and I think going into it too, oh yeah, be honest, but yep. I, I had already taught, I, I had been studying the previous year's team assessment and going, okay, the first 24 hours is physical. The second 24 is mental. Mm -hmm. And so once we hit that, I, I kept telling Casey, I'm like, let's get to the 24 hour mark. Let's just get to that 24 hour mark. And then, you know, once we got to that, we were able to reassess, eat, and kind of mentally prepare, or at least attempt to mentally prepare for that next 24 right. to hit. But She's watching the slide yeah, movie on the, the on the airplane, and I'm like, I don't want <laughs> to think about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think for me, I think we, I should definitely look into doing a light at least with Virginia. Maybe you know, maybe December. You got to lose the mindset of the weakest link. I have a friend who's doing yeah. a double or triple tough. I don't know what it is. And he was worried about being the weakest link. And I was like, it's a team event. You've got to lose that thought. I think for me, it's one of those things, like I said, for me, it was, I mean, Virginia knows I, I ballooned in weight. I was 285 mm -hmm. pounds in February. I think that's and different. I'm, and I know that I've been in an event where there was, an obese girl in the group and to me it was more of a health risk yeah. it was extremely hot in texas and she got it further behind and a cadre stayed with her we had to stop so she could kind of get back and i couldn't believe they didn't med drop her just it just wasn't physically safe and see, for me, it was one of those things, just like, I just don't want to be the person that just held, holds everyone back, you know, mm -hmm. and feel like that they're not getting the event they should be because I'm holding people back. You know, now that I'm in better shape, I think that'd be less likely, but, you right. know, I definitely think, you know, she's saying December, my birthday's in December, maybe that's what I should do for my birthday as a celebration, but we'll, so we'll, is mine, so. we'll think about it. 
Hey, I've almost talked uh, Chris into it. Yeah, Chris is Chris is crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, and so are you. So it's all good. Yeah. So there's a light in Tacoma. There's a light in Tacoma. So it's all good. I'll probably end up doing it. Yeah. The other thing yeah, I'm looking I'm probably... at is in October. There's one. I think I, I posted it to the 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 group. Uh, a virtual like um, pride. Yeah. That I think we should all do as a as a yep. You know, tribute Five to all of our friends and you know other people that we know. So. Yep. Oh, yeah. My, my thing thinks I'm talking to it. Sorry. Siri thinks you're talking to her. Come on. Five's alive. Yeah, kidding. Five's alive. So it's really weird when it does that, too. It's like over there, not doing anything, like, oh, it's kind of thinks I'm talking to it. So yeah. <sighs> it's crazy. Yep. No, but Mike, we should get you out for that light for sure. We, we should. I think I should do it. Like I said, I, I want to do more. This year's been really tough for me, I think, because uh, we had no events. So, but it's but been yeah. really good because I do have, you know, family like Virginia and Chris and everyone else, and we do events together, you know, socially distanced, of course. But <laughs> so, you know, and, and do stuff together to keep us going. Um, right. Because normally by this time, I would have done, what, 15 mud runs by this time of the year. And really? I've done what this whole year. And that was like two weekends ago. So Yeah, and you're up by me and I couldn't get out to go out there. I know. It was, it was a blast too. Um, I want to see the video of, because they had this really cool thing. Apparently, I'm not good on the trampoline. Because I could not get a good bounce to be able to reach up and <laughs> like get to the monkey bars. It was just me going in the water. Yeah. Sunglasses lost again. So it seems to be, <laughs> at least I still got that going for me. I lose my sunglasses in the water everywhere. So, <laughs> yep. So, so yeah, so, well, it's been, is there anything else you want to tell anyone while, while we're on here? I'm, we're getting close to the hour and Don yells at me so, all the time. So. so index was pretty special when we finished. Um, Absolutely. They had us. They had us stand up, and our eyes were closed. We didn't see what was going on, um, and everybody was just hugging at that point. I mean, it was pretty special. Um, and really, I think for me, and I think Casey and I were on the same page with this. It was pretty special for us to be part of the first female division. Yeah. You know, we had to do these videos of our why going into it and talk about why we were doing this um and if your why wasn't strong enough you weren't going to finish and by the end of it you can see like on the replays it's everybody out there is in tears and you know the women it was it was so impressive for all of us women with this yellow patch no matter how many strikes we had you know one or two to stand there as that first female class and prove to women of all ages. I mean, I turned 40th in the year, Casey's in her 40s. We had some younger, some into their 50s. It doesn't matter. Apply yourself to a goal and just go after it. So. Casey, yeah. anything else? I, I 
totally agree. That index moment, I knew that it, the patch was coming and just his words, um, Mocha Mike was, was doing a speech and I had to go back and listen to it later, but just talking about team and you've gone through all this together and proved that you're a team and just, just that overwhelming sense of we did it, we made it to a goal that we could have never imagined accomplishing and just you know Virginia is this whole experience we were close but I think it's made us almost like like sisters you know and, and hopefully mm -hmm. we'll be able to plan more events and I can come up there and visit uh, my daughter's in college so I don't have the whole kid thing to worry about um, but it was just a bonding experience and I think bonded us with all the finishers you know we started a, a team assessment finisher group and just you know checking in and uh, the funny things like everything hurts or I can't sleep because I roll over and I hurt uh, or I can't go downstairs or, stairs yeah. are not or, fun yet um one of the girls is a is a physical therapist at the yep. hospital she's saying that her her patient was getting up the stairs faster than her. <laughs> okay. Well, and too, I mean, you know, and on a personal note, I mean, a lot of people have met, I mean, Mike, you obviously know Elliot really well. Um, oh, yeah. And Maddie, and it was really important for me to go out and, and just, it's like I told Jason McCarthy at the end, I want to show a strong role model to them. Um, and I think we did that. I think that we, we certainly proved that. And I think too, when we were doing the post interview with Jason, when we told Jason that we had not met until two days prior in person, that his jaw just dropped. Cause he saw how, he said, how well we were working together. He said we were workhorses and we just wouldn't yeah. get up and just kept going. But Jason, he was so shocked. He's like, you are one of the few teams I've ever seen do this. So it was pretty awesome, but Which all awesome. that for that patch. Well, but, and you say that, but this is one thing that, you know, I, I've said on a couple episodes, you know, that I've recorded recently is it's not always about that. What yeah. it's about is everything that we've talked about here. It's the yeah. connection that oh, you yeah. and Casey have now. It's the connection of all the memories. You know, it's one of those things that's, if you We're somehow lost all of those, they can't take your memories. Yeah, and we'll be 80 years old in, in our rocking chairs talking about 2020 and what a shitty year it was and how we did this incredibly hard thing together. And I, I'm proud of both of you. Thank you. I mean, that that's amazing. Thanks, I, mean, Mike. I posted it to Virginia, you know, on her Facebook page that I was thinking about yeah. it. I wasn't sure how to do the whole, like, log in and do the the, the live thing yeah i knew what she was doing and yeah i'm not good sometimes with the technology stuff that's why you know i have a a studio upstairs that i'm not recording in because the kid knows how to do it and i can't figure it out so. <laughs> <laughs> well it's a nice studio well, and, and too i guess and i guess casey and i really need to also thank everybody who was checking in on us um because you know mike i had messages from you i had 
there were constant posts in uh, our travel squad group of how they were stalking us on the live feeds. Um, my husband was stalking oh, us. So. Um, my trainer Barrett. Well, that'll be stalking yeah. You. Well, he, I wasn't. I wasn't sure like how much he was going to watch because I mean, think about somebody you love going through this. How hard is that going to be to Not watch? Somebody. He's married to you. He should be used to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's never had firsthand watching of it. That's for sure. Um, but no, it's just like the text that we had, you know, I had personally from the trainer we've been working with is you could just tell the excitement and what the travel squad groups told us this today was we have not had a team member in one of these premier events in a very long time. Yeah. And like you guys did us proud, and just to see, to see it was overwhelming. So for yeah. all of you guys who were cheering us on, you know, constant check-ins, we really appreciate it. It was, we're still taking it all in. I think right now. Um, yes, it's, yeah. it's it's overwhelming. You know, when we got in the car and turned our phones back on, all the messages like oh my god you did it i saw you and then going back through the live feeds and seeing people's comments and people's posting on our timelines congratulations and, and just people checking in even almost a week later how are you feeling and it's just it's just i mean i'm not like a rock star athlete so this is all new to me <laughs> yep but you did it. I mean, you went through something yeah. tough. I mean, you, you were part of the first, you know, women division of, of team assessment. You guys crushed it. You killed it. So we, we had a hundred, a hundred women sign up, 18 show up and six, 16 finish. That's awesome. So that's, that's something that, you know, I'm not going to play down at all. That was a no. major accomplishment. That's a huge accomplishment. And, yeah. I mean, of course, you know, but, I'm checking up on you because, I mean, I'm just now meeting you, Casey, but Virginia's family, which makes you family now. So, okay. sorry you're stuck with us. But, <laughs> but yeah. Virginia's no, and Mike, we, we appreciate, we appreciate what you guys are doing, BeastNet. Yeah, I saw the post when we got back, too, and it was just, as I said, it, it's overwhelming right now. Um, oh, I bet. There's gonna be a lot more. There's gonna be a lot more stories to tell. I think we've almost got our after action report due. Um, I am. I think overall, though, I think we're just grateful to have been a, be able to be a part of this in such an insane year. I think we both, when Jason was talking to us after, is just you know thank you for this opportunity and and I, we his wife was a big push to get this mm -hmm. for us and just you know thanking them for giving this to us. Because it's like, it's an experience that we'll have for the rest of our lives and taught us so many lessons about who we are and what we're capable of. Oh, yeah. You guys did amazing. So, I, I, like I said, I'm proud of both of you. you. You guys did a great job. And especially knowing, you know, like you said, you guys hadn't met in person until like the day of. So, which is insanity to think that you guys trained virtually everything worked as a team 
so well virtually that you were able to put this together and, you know, to finish this event. You know, like you said, 100 women signed up, 18 showed up, 16 finished. And right. you two were part of those 16. Mm -hmm. So, and that's, that's amazing to me. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I, I, yeah, I, I have no words, no more words. I mean, I am so proud of both of you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks, Mike. Yeah. And Mike, we're going to get you out on a light, you and Chris. Yeah, I need to get out on one. I need to get some more challenges. So, like I said, I've been trying to think of new challenges. I've got the, the battle miles, which are trying to kill me. Um, so, I've got to figure out how I'm, when I'm going to okay. do that. Come on. You did battle miles one. That was one of the harder ones. Because that was one mile. This is, I've got to do one mile farther than I've gone before. So I've got to do the 43 miles. So me and Brian were already talking about doing the death race, which is 31 miles for a whole bunch of workouts going down the, the side of the mountain. So at that point, I'm like, why don't we just kick it up to 43 and, you know, we finish that death race on the way to finishing this too, because well, we're done. But... <laughs> Well, if, if I'm recovered enough in time, I'll do it with you. Oh, yeah. It's it's but. a challenge. It's a way to push myself. I mean, I feel if I don't keep pushing myself, I'm worried that I'll go back to the 200 because I've done this before where I've dropped all the weight. And then, mm -hmm. you know, because of injury, I went back up to 285, and I don't want to go back there again. So I want to stay down here where I'm at. So right. I stay healthy. So I understand. So I got to keep challenging myself and just keep going. So we'll get there. Well, Oh yeah. Thank you both You'll get there. for talking with me. Um, if there's nothing else you have for everyone, I mean, is there anything you want to say in closing? Ready to go? Uh, get out. Just get out there and do it. Don't be afraid of being the weak link. Don't be afraid of being the smallest. Um, try it. Re Honestly, too, and I've said this on previous podcasts. Reach out to one of us. If you're thinking about an event, you're thinking about more about rucking reach out. Um, either of us will answer any of your questions about the event, you know, training up to the event, what it takes, or we'll, it will refer you to the people who kind of helped us along the way too. Just, just get out there and do it. Don't think about it. Just go ahead and do it. Casey, anything else? No, just do it. And once you get it done and you're done, it's just a sense of high that you can't explain it. And I know through mud runs and in your hurricane meets, you probably have that feeling, but once you get it done and, and it's like that accomplishing a goal and it's just like, it's overwhelming. You can't explain it. Yeah. Now, now, now you got to find a new goal. What's yeah. the next crazy uh, thing you got to do? What's next? Oh, sorry. What's I next? won't make sense that question. So. No, we've already, we've already talked about it. Uh oh, what is that? <laughs> uh, potentially a double heavy. Yeah, it's your mind. Which is. <laughs> when have I ever been in my mind, Mike? This is true. Exactly. Yeah, so two 24 hour events back to back. I mean, it can't be much worse than team assessment. Honestly, I think that's, that's kind of the joke right now. Was, Team assessment was 48 hours, so it was really two two 24-hour events back-to-back. -back. So I should be crying, no yep. problem. Yeah, so. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Just trying to help you but out. Yeah. Trying to get you, get you in the right mindset. So, all right, I well, got a while to decide on that. All right. I will, I will talk to you again soon.
Thank you. Thanks, Mike. Bye. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you'd like to hear. Yeah.